0: Namaste, my friends. Welcome back. Or if you're new here, welcome to the podcast. The Harmony Inspired Health Podcast brings you raw and real conversations from leaders in the industry about all things health, wellness, Ayurveda, and life. My name is Harmony, and I am your podcast host. I am an Ayurveda and integrative health practitioner who specializes in women's hormonal health, a registered nurse, and a business mentor. I'm on a mission to inspire, educate and empower women to take charge of their health, wealth and life. Don't forget to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. And if you listen on iTunes, please give us a five star rating so the wisdom shared in these episodes can be spread far and near. Thank you so much from my soul to yours. Before we jump into this soulful episode, I want to remind you that this episode is sponsored by my accredited program, Ayurveda Alchemist. This program certifies you as an Ayurveda holistic health coach. Ayurveda Alchemist is for women who are ready to embark on an epic personal development journey, immersing themselves in the wisdom of Ayurveda, Learning how to optimize their health and well being by addressing all aspects of self, including their physical body, mental and emotional health, and spirituality, whilst wholeheartedly stepping into their Dharma, their purpose. This program is also for women who would love to get started with a fulfilling career in Ayurveda, and for already established health, wellness, and life coaches who want to create greater impact by offering a holistic framework that gets their clients exceptional and holistic results. This certification is what you need to step into the high level practitioner that you were born to be and stand out from the coaching crowd. You will experience undeniable growth personally and professionally. You'll be mentored by highly qualified facilitators, guest experts, and practitioners. Spots are strictly limited. If you are ready to uplevel your life and help transform the lives of others by becoming an Ayurveda alchemist, head over to www.harmonyinspiredhealth.com.au and apply today. Now, let's get into today's episode. Hello, welcome everybody to the podcast and to our Facebook group, the Ayurveda and Women's Health Sisterhood. Today, we have a very, very amazing, awesome, exciting subject and it is the Akashic Records. We have the wonderful Mina Ruchi with us today and she is going to go into all the sacred things about the Akashic Records. So I'm super excited to learn that. But Mina Ruchi is an Akashic Records reader and meditation instructor. She loves helping people who feel stuck or uninspired by life connect with their purpose so they can cultivate clarity and contentment. After spending a decade seeking her own purpose and finally finding it through the Akashic Records, she finds great joy in bringing this magical perspective to others, helping them find greater clarity and meaning in their own lives. So welcome to the podcast, Mina.
1: Hi, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here.
0: Hi, you're so welcome. Amina is calling in all the way from Texas. So it's amazing that we can connect like this, isn't it, these days? So far and wide. Incredible. So I always start with my rapid inspiration question. So can you inspire us with what your superpower is? I mean, other than reading Akashic Records, or is that (laughs) a superpower?
1: Yeah, I would say, well, that's like, it's a pretty cool superpower. So yeah, I think accessing, oh, <laughs> <laughs> accessing the Akashic Records is one piece of my superpower, I would think. But I think the way that I, I, I communicate it, I think is what is special. So I always try to hold the space and to convey the messages with gentleness and with consent And I think that's something that's really integral to the way that I work Mm -hmm. is I never offer messages and I don't, yeah, I don't relay Akashic perspective unless someone has asked about a specific topic. So I don't like to just open the records and like spell out, spew out all this like random information. I love for it to be uplifting and relevant and supportive. So gentleness and consent are really, I think, my superpower. <laughs>
0: well, I mean it's one one thing to be able to access these records, but to be able to articulate it to, to others is definitely a, a skill within itself. And just for the record, I give you full consent to whatever comes up today for to, you to explain or to yeah, articulate that. So full thank you. You're <laughs> <laughs> welcome. And what's your favorite quote or mantra?
1: Mm, I love keep it simple <laughs>
0: yeah well yeah keep it simple, <laughs> simple. that's great yeah beautiful. beautiful and who or what is inspiring you at the moment
1: um I recently started reading a book called the big leap it's by Gay Hendricks and I'm really thoroughly enjoying that book so that one has been inspiring and yeah I
0: that one yet I've read it's stretching, stretching. Big Magic and all of these other books. <laughs> well, I yet, so I'll have to read that yeah,
1: one. That's really good.
0: <laughs> so could you share with us your story on your discovery of the Akashic Records and the transformational power that you experienced? Yeah. <laughs> you <pick laughs> so, <us> off lightly.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I'll try to be concise. I can be long-winded sometimes. So... Some of my earliest memories as a kid were um, like feeling really scared and anxious. So I I had anxiety from the time I was like a little child. And in addition to that anxiety, I always from a young age had this yearning of wanting to know what my purpose was. And so that anxiety coupled with that like existential yearning really created like a sense of urgency within myself. So I was seeking as like a teenager and like just a young, <laughs> a young person, anything that had an inkling of purpose around it. I was like, oh, let me check that out and see if this can tell me what my purpose was. It was like a game I was playing. And then when I went to college, my anxiety got very bad. So It got extremely intense and I was struggling with burnout. I I was like totally addicted to my work. I was working hours and hours and hours every day. My health started deteriorating. And that like question of like, ooh, why am I here? Kind of took on a new tone. And it was like, why am I here? I don't need to be here. And so, yeah, just going to sleep almost like fantasizing about not waking up. And then, yeah, the anxiety was just crippling. So it was like all of this like super fun stuff just swirling into this like fantastic cocktail of stress and anxiety. And all through that, I still was just like, it became like a desperation of like, somebody please tell me why I'm here because it was hard to go on Without that, I had no, it was like, it just was a deep hopelessness. And because I guess I'm like a little bit of a masochist, I went for a second degree too. So I just continued on in that state longer than I needed to. And I ended up graduating in May of 2020. So that really just punctuated the whole experience and my whole goal in life like it felt like I had been studying for 20 years was to get a job. And when I graduated, all of the companies I was interviewing with went on a hiring freeze. So I was like, oh my goodness, what do I do now? This is like, this is awful. It was the worst thing I could imagine. And being so deeply addicted to my work, I didn't have school, didn't have a job. So I was like, I need something to kill the time. This is crazy. So I stumbled upon this course about the Akashic records. And I was like, ooh, like you can ask questions. That's all I really knew about it. I was like, you can ask questions and like mysteriously receive insight. It's like, maybe I can ask the records what my purpose is. But I didn't think it would work because it sounds sounds kind of like a joke when you explain it. (laughs) So I was like, oh yeah, you know, I'll try it out just the next level of my game. And I was totally blown away when it actually worked. So what happened was I was using the records kind of as a job search engine. I was like asking about all these different possibilities of different jobs that I like saw listings for. And one day in the records, I asked, what is the possibility of my artistic career? Because the title of the job I was applying for was technical artist. But instead of artistic, I accidentally said Akashic. And it was the most magical moment of my life. And it was hilarious because it was like a Freudian slip. So (laughs) it was almost like out of a movie, what I felt and experienced through the records was the whole space that I was in within the records turned into this like beautiful shimmering white light. And it just felt like pure radiant potential. And I could just feel it deep in my being, like, wow, there is so much potential on this path. And it felt like such a relief and so uplifting. It was such a game changer in that moment. And I could hear the record say, we've been waiting for you to ask. (laughs) So it was only when I asked the question that I got the insight I was seeking. So, yeah, that's kind of how I arrived (laughs) in this work. I stumbled upon it.
0: Amazing. So I guess would you be able to explain to our listeners what is the Akashic Records and what can you find in them?
1: Yeah. So some people describe the Akashic Records as the subtle energetic imprint of everything that's ever happened, everything that is currently happening, and everything that could possibly happen in the future. And that can sound (laughs) kind of vague. And like I said, I thought it was a joke when I first heard it. I was like, what does that even mean? But the way I like to think about it is if you could imagine an invisible library in space that has books on every subject you could imagine, including you or your own soul or essence. In an Akashic Record reading, it's as though we're checking out the book on you and you have the opportunity to ask questions and receive insight from this elevated perspective. And so if you have big existential questions like I did, it's great because you can literally ask questions like, why am I here? What is my purpose? What are my gifts? How can I improve my relationships? How can I be of greater service and things of that nature? So it's a really magical kind of mysterious modality.
0: And so do you know where the origin of Akashic record comes from, like the terminology?
1: Yeah, so Akash is a Sanskrit word for ethers or space. So Akash, Akashic records, it's like the space library. (laughs) It's like these records that are captured in this invisible element, the primordial element.
0: And can we access our own? Can anybody, does, does everyone have access to these Akashic records?
1: Um, yes, but there are prerequisites. So my teacher explained it like this. So anyone can learn to access the Akashic records. And some of the prerequisites are to be able to come into a deep meditative state in order to receive and to have Pure intentions and a pure heart because to have even a glimpse of such vast knowledge, that's a pretty big responsibility. So they'll know, like, they won't give you <laughs> their insight if you don't have clear intentions. They won't let you abuse or misuse the information. <laughs> and then the third one that I've added is having patience and being able to practice. <laughs>
0: what are some of the most common questions that your clients are seeking answers for when they come to see you for a reading?
1: I think the most popular question by far is what's my purpose? Because it's such yeah. a juicy question and it's one of my favorite questions to dive into. That was my question too. And it is so fascinating. It never gets old too receive that like really specific insight from someone's personal records like that so having a one-on-one reading it's it's so it's so cool because yeah the answers are very specific
0: to you Mm
1: -hmm. and it can be really illuminating
0: (laughs) yeah okay and so do you have any um trance sort of stories that you would love to share or are are able to share or clients journeys through accessing the akashic records
1: yeah so there have been a couple of clients that have come in and have asked about their relationships with their parents and some of them even ask why did i choose my parents why did i choose my family and that can feel like such a heavy question especially if your family dynamics are difficult you know and through the like Akashic perspective that came through, they were able to shift their perspective and approach those relationships with a renewed sense of compassion and patience. And I think it's so fascinating. One way that I kind of like to sum up the magic of the records is through that quote, if you change the way you look at things, the things that you look at change. Mm-hmm. And so really that's what an Akashic reading that's like the purpose of it is to help you shift the way you look at things, to change your perspective, so you can have a new experience of what's around you. If that makes sense.
0: And so how- yeah, I think it's fascinating
1: to have someone experience a different, different relationship or a renewed relationship, a shifted relationship with their family, because that can be so trying
0: sometimes. Absolutely. And so, how does it different, like an akashic record? Uh, reading or a a reader like yourself how is that different to um, like a clairvoyant or yeah
1: yeah so in an Akashic Record reading I'm actually not predicting the future and I'm I don't consider myself a psychic at all so it's not like psychic information or yeah, future prediction in any sense. And I think sometimes when people go to see psychics or, I don't know, these different kinds of readings, they're like, what's going to happen? When am I going to, you know, whatever? And that's not really how I work with the records. I think there might be some readers that work with the records that way, but <laughs> it's not really my style. So the way that I explain it, because it's like, well, it does hold information about future possibilities so how can we like play with that and relate to that and so instead of me like pretending I can tell you what's going to happen it's more like if you are at a crossroads or at a point of transition and you know you have a few options available to you you can ask the question in a different way so it's kind of like semantics but you can say like if you have three options you can ask What are the possibilities of option A? What are the possibilities of option B and C? And in that, it's not that the records are telling you what will happen, but it's almost like it's connecting you to what that timeline will feel like for you. What is the experience going to be like for you? How is it going to land in your system? So sometimes it's like feeling words or they're painting almost like the emotional landscape of that possibility more than filling out all the details of like on this date you will do this and then this will happen and then you'll live happily ever after <laughs> so yeah and when you like explore the feeling sense of these different like paths or timelines as i call them it becomes really clear so the the records are never telling you what to do they won't tell you what you should or shouldn't do they don't answer should questions actually but if you Feel into these different possibilities it becomes really clear on your own what to do so that clarity is almost like a natural effect of just feeling into these different timelines if that makes sense.
0: Mm-hmm. So you could ask like is this the right path for me so for instance like so I'm studying a master's in acupuncture, and you know I am an Ayurvedic practitioner and I'm you know, have the vision of merging them in my a clinic. But sometimes I'm like, oh, you know, this the study is so is so much. And I've still got a few years to go. It's like a lot um, with business and kids and all that. So you said you can't ask, like, should I? But could you ask, is this the right path? Is that sort of the way in?
1: I think the way that that's phrased, they might not really respond to that either, because. There is no right and wrong in the Akashic records. So everything, it's almost like the keepers of the records view everything as like inherently perfect. And so right and wrong from their perspective, it's meaningless. Mm -hmm. But you can ask, what are the possibilities of integrating acupuncture with my practice and what are the possibilities of not doing that of just sustaining my practice the way it is and leaning into it and so that's kind of the way in so again it's kind of just like you have to learn how to word it (laughs) and
0: um
1: yeah and sometimes people bring like questions to a reading and uh, it's like you don't have to know how to word it sometimes like I can help you shape the question or the records themselves will be like It's a good question. There's information there, but say it like this so they can be a little particular about it because it's easy in those circumstances sometimes to give away your power. And so again, it's like they want to remind you that you are the empowered one. You have the power to choose for yourself. And so, yeah, they are like picky about how you phrase things so as not to give away your power even in asking the question.
0: (laughs) So it's like you're right on time, like you're on purpose where you are. It's just that the different pathways might feel and look a little different. And it's dependent on how you want to receive that.
1: Yeah. And it's like, it's clear, like for me, I can give you an example from my own experience with the records, if that's helpful. But I was, when I was at the beginning of my practice with the records, I was still learning how to access them. I would ask about, I was asking like, what are the possibilities, you know, of like continuing with this work that I was doing and what they showed me. And again, they're like a little bit more blunt with me than they are with the people I been for. So take this with a grain of salt, but they showed me this image. I was sitting in an office and it was kind of small and all the lights were off and I was sitting in front of this computer monitor And the only light in the room was this like blue glare of the monitor on my face. And I was like slumped over at the desk with my tongue hanging out. And it's like, they didn't have to say much, but that image is pretty clear. Like that is not going to feel good. You're basically going to feel so exhausted, like you're dead inside. So that was one option. And then I was like, okay, what are the possibilities of you know, then later I asked, what are the possibilities? And even after that, I still didn't get it. So then I was asking it in different ways. And then I did that like accidental question of (laughs) what are the possibilities of my Akashic career? And that was like this luminous, radiant, like really felt sense in my being like light and potential. So it's like They aren't telling you what to do, but it's pretty clear which one's going to (laughs) be, which one's going to feel better.
0: (laughs) Definitely showing you the way. So is there any misconceptions that you would like to debunk about the Akashic Records?
1: I think, yeah, what we were talking about was that it's not about predicting the future. Mm -hmm. It's about illuminating your options and really connecting you Mm -hmm. to your potential. And so by reminding you of your inherent potential and exploring the different pathways that vibrate the most, I guess, like, yeah, intensely with that potential, that's like how we can keep ourselves in alignment. So yeah, I think that's the biggest misconception is that, you know, we were trying to predict the future. It's almost like it's a it's a tool to co-create. So it's like helping you feel into the different vibration of the timelines instead of knowing exactly what will happen.
0: It's like a I I yeah vibration like an energetic feel.
1: Yeah.
0: And then yeah, direct. This is this is the path. This is not. Yeah. yeah. And you're also a meditation teacher, so do you use, um, incorporate the mudras and the meditation and breath work along with this Akashic uh, record access and how does that sort of all work together?
1: Yeah, so I don't really like hone in on different mudras and I don't do breath work, so I don't teach breath work. Um, but the style of meditation I do is focused on intentions and affirmations. So different mantras or affirmations and the way that I use those in tandem. So it's like using these two tools really, it's like the Akashic records in my own like history. They kind of pulled me out of that hopeless, desolate place and gave me clarity of like where to go next. And then I felt so much better because the Akashic records have this way of like naturally clearing limiting beliefs and inner blocks. So it really kind of just picked me up and set me down, like put me back on my feet. And then meditation is how I maintained that like good feeling. And so those two things working in tandem is how I recovered from the deep burnout and recovered from the anxiety and let go of the work addiction and all of those things. So, and now it's like, I can laugh looking back on it because I'm like, wow, that was so wild. But it was really these two tools working together that allowed that transformation to happen. And the way that I like offer those, things with when I work with people is that people can either have like a single Akashic record reading if they want to. But when I work with people long-term, I'm doing multiple readings over the course of several months. And in between, I'm teaching them how to meditate. So that way, it's like when you go on a retreat, you feel so good after the retreat. And then after a couple of weeks, you kind of fall back into that slump. So When I work with people over time, it's like the Akashic records are lifting them up and giving them clarity. And then I'm teaching them how to meditate to maintain that state, even after we're done working together. So the meditation is almost like establishing a foundation for independence where they don't have to keep coming back to the records all the time. They are cultivating their own connection to themselves.
0: (laughs) Yeah, beautiful. So they help you well, I guess the, the records don't help you cultivate that connection to yourself, but you're doing that. You're cultivating a deeper connection so you're not relying on having to access anything other than your own sort of inner wisdom, really. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. And so, yeah, thank you so much for sharing your story and um. You know, information about the Akashic records. It is it's super interesting. I haven't actually spoken to anyone really about or an Akashic record reader before. So yeah, very, very interested to, to hear all about it. So thank you so much for sharing that. Is there any um, takeaway that you would like to leave us with? Or if you're open to even accessing the Akashic records, is there any collective message that you have for us today?
1: I don't have the records open right now, but let me sit with that for a moment. <laughs> Yeah, something to feel into and almost like allow yourself to sink into this is the knowing that you have radiant value, inherent value, and potential. And that that potential is not hiding from you, (laughs) it's closer than you think. Mm
0: -hmm. Thank you. Thank you so much. Mm Welcome.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: (laughs) So welcome. Um, Where can our listeners find you if they'd love to explore more about the Akashic Records and get a reading?
1: Yeah, the best place to connect is at my website. It's minaruchi.com. And I actually just recently made uh, this guided visualization channeled from the Akashic Records that is designed to help you connect to your heart's desires. And I have that as just a free gift on my website. So you can find that at minaruchi.com slash free. So that's like a fun place to dip your toes into Akashic. <laughs> Goodness, <laughs> the magic.
0: Amazing. Thank you. I'll, yeah, I'll definitely do that. Sometime. <laughs> well, thank you so much. It's been, uh, yeah, wonderful t- talking to you. And yeah, I appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you so much. If you missed the intro and jump straight to the episode, don't forget that my Ayurveda Alchemist program is open for enrollment via application. This program certifies you as an Ayurveda lifestyle and wellness coach and will help you uplevel your health and wellness business. You'll gain access to the ancient wisdom of Ayurveda and graduate with a knowledge of how to incorporate this timeless wisdom and holistic framework into your business so that you can create greater impact and boldly step into the high-level practitioner you know you can be. If you are ready to up-level your life and help transform the life of others by becoming an Ayurveda alchemist, head over to harmonyinspiredhealth.com.au and apply today. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and staying right to the end. Let's take our relationship a little further and connect in the world of socials. Follow me personally on Instagram at harmony.inspired.aiurveta. My women's health clinic on Instagram is harmony underscore inspired underscore health. Or join our Facebook community, the Ayurvedic Soul Sister Tribe. Reach out On any of those channels and let me know if you enjoyed the episode what type of episodes you would like to hear more of in the future or simply just swing by and say hi and don't forget to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode and if you listen on itunes please give us a five star rating so the wisdom shared in these episodes can be spread far and near thank you so much my friends from my soul to yours